Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 16, Collecting Old Songs, Helen Hartness Flanders. Mrs. Lena Eldred Rich of uh, Belvedere, Vermont, is now going to sing a song that she learned. Is that from your father? Yes. All right. Twas in the morning, very cool, when Josie started for her school. And many a time, she was a very, very fine, fine collector, a very sympathetic person to the people from whom she collected. The letters that were written to her show her as a much beloved visitor into many of the farms that she visited to get songs. 1930, and the Committee on Ideals and Traditions of the Vermont Commission on Country Life asked Springfield writer and arts patron Helen Hartness Flanders, the daughter of a former Vermont governor and wife of a senator-to-be, to collect material for a book of traditional songs preserved by word of mouth in Vermont. A year later, Mrs. Flanders publishes the first of seven books on these songs, as a one-year project turns into a lifetime's work. Many of the songs are ancient ballads, the so-called child ballads, that had originated centuries earlier in the British Isles. Since she had no recording equipment at first, Mrs. Flanders asked George Brown of Boston, a summer neighbor and member of the Springfield Symphony, to join her and write down the melodies of any songs they might find. She didn't know that there were any songs in the smaller towns of Vermont, and they were both... uh, just going on, on the slim chance that they would find things. Folk singer Margaret MacArthur of Marlboro became a friend of Mrs. Flanders and performs many of the songs she collected. They went about it by just going in, into a village and asking if there were any singers. And uh, this was, of course, the very first step, because once you did find a singer, uh, then, then they were led to many others. They did it all by taking down by note by note the songs. As soon as recording equipment was available, Helen Flanders got some different, different cylinder recorders, disc recorders, all of the early kind of recorders she, she had until finally the modern tape recorder made things much easier. One of the first things that she did was to place advertisements in the newspaper. Jennifer Post of Middlebury is curator of the Flanders Ballad Collection at Middlebury College and she received many, many, many letters from people throughout the state. Another method is recalled by Mrs. Flanders' daughter, Elizabeth Flanders Ballard of Norwich. She had every grange in the state ask its members if there were some songs that their grandparents used to sing, and she got a lot of help from the Grange. She collected from people who were active in the lumbering tradition, people who had many uh, service-type jobs, people who were not able to be involved with many of the, of the new technologies that were responsible for taking away many of these older traditions. Many of them did not have electricity or running water. Here in Vermont, in the very rural community, People used these ballads as their entertainment on the long winter nights before the time of radio and television. So these ballads were passed passed from family to family, from village to village, from lumber camp to lumber camp. 
and and so kept alive right up into the 30s and 40s when she was actively collecting and in some cases even into the 50s and 60s things were were not being taught by the grandfathers to their children people thought nothing was any good unless they heard it on the radio she in the early 40s began the archive at Middlebury College which contains some four or five thousand recorded uh, items of, of her collection, plus many manuscripts and written letters that have old songs in them. So it's a very valuable collection for the state of Vermont. And as she passed the lonely spot, the monster by her clothing cost, and in the woods he took his flight, and there in secret he took her life. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.